active from you glass. We can't believe this is the third episode already. I'm Annabelle and I am with the amazing Feli. This week we're talking about people pleasing tendencies, which sounds very broad. But but you know, over the course of I don't know how Belly how short Belly's gonna cut this, but over the course of like, you know, the next 50 minutes or so, we're gonna take a lot of turns. It's gonna be a little all over the place. Them. It's gonna be a little all We're over the place. We're taking a world tour. <laughs> <laughs> taking ten stops. No, but we are we are taking a world tour that we talk about. Like, you know, you'll find out. Um, but you know what? Enough, enough, enough chit chatting. Let's let's get started. This is an exciting one. Oh my gosh, this is a this is a very interesting one because I think Feli and I were just talking about how we are both so affected by it and that is people pleasing tendencies i feel like this is one of those episodes that definitely hits everyone in different ways but it's one of those little tendencies that we do that's not isolating to certain people but it relates to every single person in some way and we're just like how do we start this like how do we catch your attention with this because it's so broad i'm sure like we all do it to like varying degrees and some people are like probably less affected like than others yeah and you can draw references in everything that we see like every single tv show every single movie everything that every single person ever do is people pleasing in a way so i mean unless you know you've already like ascended to like a new level of like spiritual awakening and you're like yeah and you truly don't give a shit and some people are like that and you know what like props to you i wish i was like you but i think most of us struggle a little bit how much we base our life on like the opinions of other people and last week we talked about perfectionism and just thinking about it now i think so much is about pleasing others like the whole self-care industry and the whole tendency for us to want to be perfect for a woman especially to want to appear the best that they can be is because we want to please right like the society our families friends our social circles so many things i like i feel like we thought about it at first as like very isolated things but i I think once you kind of connect it, it it makes a lot of sense and it's kind of like a cycle not a great cycle but i think we all <laughs> we're stuck in it <laughs> a lot of times we kind of convince ourselves that we're not people pleasing and we're doing whatever we want to do right but like me and annabelle are definitely guilty of this like we're not we're saying so this from, guilty. like a higher place like we transcended this <laughs> like no like absolutely not like everything we do and all these like dreams and expectations that we have stem from like what makes others happy to be honest like we wouldn't be in our miserable yeah. jobs or studying like what we're studying if we weren't truly prioritizing what we wanted like these are all like conscious decisions that we're making to get closer to like what we ideally want to be but who knows like i don't think this is what we wouldn't want to be like how did we set that ideal i think that's like something we can definitely dive into I think like even in starting this podcast, like I knew it was something I would have loved to do, just like I always thought 
it's just so cool to kind of like put your thoughts out there which is also like equal parts terrifying but I'd say like 60% of the time when I was like we were about to start it I don't know about Feli but 60% of the time I'm like holy shit like if I put this out there and people like actually yeah like like people people who know me if they listen to it like what are they gonna think are they gonna (laughs) think I'm like fucking stupid like um now that they've heard me talk for a long period of time or like are they gonna like go to their friends and be like oh my god like this bitch don't see this this bitch is so stupid 60% of the time I was like I wasn't thinking about how you know I mean like we definitely had those moments where we're like oh this is gonna be so like self-fulfilling and we're gonna have so much Mm -hmm. fun but like there's like a good chunk of the time where I like I wasn't thinking about anything but how other people were like were gonna react to it how do I publish this without like like how do I publish this and make sure that nobody I know personally can find it ever and listen to me talk exactly like some part of us was like let's be kind of anonymous and not let's not not promote it to our like personal social circles so we don't really have that pressure of like people we kind of know our acquaintances being like oh like did you see that i i was so scared of that as well but i think this all stems from the fact that like oh we want to do people please like it's really hard to just be like i don't give a fuck because we've been giving a fuck for so long that like it's so hard to since we were like, born <laughs> like how do you just like turn that part of your brain off and yeah and you're it's, gonna disappoint people if you prioritize yourself it's i don't know i feel like in general it sounds like such a trivial issue people must be like wow like it's just like such a small thing like whatever like we all like do this but how have you like found validations and please other people like through your everyday life like what does that look like for you a lot of times like when i'm like about to go outside or like do anything um my first thought is always like how will other people react like to me and like when i'm working too like feli knows that like i have a very hard time separating my work and my personal life like i think a lot of the times like even when i'm not supposed to be working i end up like thinking about my work I'm doing more things than I'm actually supposed to do because I want to make sure like I leave a good impression like and I do like the stuff I do that that I I feel like it's important to like highlight that like I I love it but like on the other side I'm like I'm not getting paid for this shit I'm just here why am I trying so hard because I want I which is like which makes sense like you want your boss to like you but um the amount of like time and energy I'm putting into it is like like I need to reel it in but like I can't because whenever she's like oh like that like you did so well on that I'm like oh like yeah those like that time was worth it but like I don't know like was it really (laughs) yeah it's like in our head the pro waste the con all the time but in hindsight it's like oh maybe I should have taken that time for myself and relax like to be honest like no one cares like corporations and this is a whole topic on like capitalism but they don't care about like companies don't care about you as a person like you don't need to please them that's not your job your job is to go to your nine to five whatever do your minimum (laughs) and just go deal with your own life afterwards right like how much of it is it just me just striving for like that like one like good job Annabelle like that was a great presentation like who cares like who cares if they say that like I mean I care still 
But and I think that like power dynamic that companies or like capitalism like placed as a whole that makes us seek validation from someone who's superior, but at the same time creates this like toxic cycle that's like harming us in a lot of ways. So I think like for example like social media is a huge one for people pleasing, right? Everything we do on social media, everything we post, and this persona that we build for ourselves are not authentic at all and i feel like nowadays there's this trend to be like let's be candid let's be casual and you know let's post a picture of me you know having coffee and just like someone magically appears to take a candid photo of me in the morning like i think it's just so curated in that way because they want to please people right you want to please all your followers it's so curated But I think most people, when they post, it's a lot of, like, contemplation beforehand. And, like, I mean, the amount of editing, like, women do nowadays is, it's definitely heavily tied to, like, the viewer's eye. And they don't see themselves as, like, a human being. They see themselves almost as, like, the third party. They see it from, like, the viewer's point. And they're like, what's, like, what will maximize, like, my impact on them? They think, like, you know, I'm perfect or whatnot. That's... Like, honestly, that's crazy, like, how much effort we put into our lives just to make sure that people will, like, who look at it will be like, oh, wow, like, I'd love to kind of have that. But no one, I doubt anyone has that. No one cares. Like, I'm not going to talk about influencers at this point, but just, like, everyday people like us, like, even we have these tendencies to present our, like, most desirable self on social media that it's definitely not us when we're like in person or like when i'm talking to you like it's not like that at all but we still tend to do that i think that's normal to like want to present your best self like on social media but i I do think the lengths like some of us have gone to to make sure like the illusion and like the image on social media is like intact is like pretty extreme yeah exactly i feel like we're still caught up with changing not just like the clothes we wear or the pictures that we take but also the habits the routines and the like products and the brands that we use to build this like perfect persona person of this girl who's aesthetic who uses these brands who is sustainable whatever like sustainable fashion all these things right but it's not necessarily what we want to be and it's hard to kind of be in the present be like who do i want to be now we're so focused on like what can we change in the past what can we be in the future that we forget about what we can do now that you can just do right now like you you shouldn't have to put so much emphasis on the future or the past like we so much of the things that we do is not of the present you know what i mean yeah like our present moments are often stuck thinking about like what could i have done better like like maybe two minutes ago and like what can I do to make sure that you know I I like I can become better in like the next two minutes and I think we're just so stuck like in that moment of like analyzing every single move we make of the day like no matter oh what God, it yeah, is you psychoanalyzing do. everything like I will like replay moments of the day I'm like oh like that wasn't great like maybe let's not do that tomorrow <laughs> like bitch like this isn't a movie where you can just like cut scene and be like okay like erase redo like there is no redo unfortunately no um i just think we've kind of blurred the line of like 
what it is that we want and what it is that like we think other people want they may not even want it from us like we just we built that construct honestly no one fucking cares everyone's caring about like what they look like (laughs) what they're posting that at this point it's just like no one cares what you're doing like seriously though i feel like you know some people might be like just that bitchy and they will sit and they will wait for you to post and they just so they can bitch about it but like you know like whatever (laughs) that doesn't matter like that actually doesn't matter we're so like we want like praise so bad that we're like we need to make sure that everybody in our life is okay with it with like what we're putting out like in all aspects like nobody like you're not a robot like it's okay if you know one out of the I don't know like 10 people in your like cycle like circle doesn't like you yeah if they don't support what you're doing and who you are right now like there's no point that they should even be in your life and my next point is pleasing friends I think it's one of the hardest things to kind of manage like if your friends are feeling uncomfortable about you being authentic or you changing over time then that's something they should figure out like that's not our responsibility to make everyone happy if we place so much emphasis on people's happiness we're gonna lose ourselves along the way right it sucks because it's, I'm sure it's always like it is always hard to have to like not lose someone but realize like oh that may not be the best thing to be honest I feel like COVID made us re- realize who our closest friends are and yeah you have to like reevaluate the way people reacted to COVID and the things that they did I feel like I mean you know this because like <laughs> we live together and we were always talking about just like different comfort levels and things that people were doing which is totally fine like people have their own decisions that they can't make but it also makes a lot of people feel like they're pleasing like their friends or family because of like what they were doing during covid you know i think that kind of made the distinction for us that there always will be someone like in at your level and at your kind of like comfort or like at your like circle i would say and they, they're out there so maybe if we all just stopped trying so hard it'll be easier to identify like similar you will just vibe with this sounds so like perfect but nobody's I don't think anybody's willing to like turn just like turn their radar kind of off um when they're just like existing because I think we're so like trained to kind of like I don't want to say a mask when you go out because that's so cliche, but I do think we like almost put on like a different kind of side and you're like, okay, this is like my going outside and this is like my at home with my parents side and there's like a different side for every social situation and we just spend a lot of time switching those sides. I know, like think about like we all have to pregame before we go to Hughes party, right? Like, there's a reason why we need a pregame to be a, just a little tipsy to deal with people that, like, we don't want to talk to or we don't yeah. want to deal with on a daily basis, right? Like, we're always putting on this front in every single situation. I don't know how to I don't think anybody that. does. I don't think we're meant to kind of carry so many different, like, aspects at the same time. Like, if you really think about it, it's so fucking tiring. To what extent do you think you should sacrifice these things for, like, a partner, right? Like, I don't think we can also go through life being like, I'm just gonna 
do whatever I want and not yeah because that's not realistic yeah I don't know if there's a line to be drawn when it comes to relationships yeah I mean like I think everybody has their own line and some people's lines are like a lot further back than others and that may not be the most healthy thing but I feel like everybody has like that bottom line of like if you cross that like I it's just nothing can be acceptable but I do think like when it comes to people we love we tend to be a little more blind with like all the sacrifices you make there is also a line for toxic relationships (laughs) so that's so true I feel like this isn't something I struggle with as much like in my own personal like relationships with my friends I I usually I'm pretty good about like having a boundary and making sure that you know like we don't like make each other unhappy because I think the other part it's not just about me it's like a two-way street like I want to make sure that just it like it cannot be just because I'm you know having a good time and like being comfortable the other person is like suffering because of that so we I are think... very straightforward about it. Oh, I feel like I'm a huge pushover. I've definitely gotten so much better over the past few years and just knowing like qualities I look for in people, not just relationships, but also in like friendships and even family at this point. I used to never say anything to my family because I'm like, <laughs> they're like my parents. They're not going <laughs> to agree with some stuff and that's fine. But I think it's still important to voice those mm-hmm. things out because you, you can't, like, just please people forever. I've, it's important to, like, be able to sense the vibe at the beginning. Like, I know that's so vague. But, like, just, like, the things that people say shows, like, yeah the values that they have. No, I know exactly what you mean. Like, when you meet someone, you know you fucking know. And you just have to trust your gut. Wow, like, this is so helpful. We're just telling people, like... like some- trust the vibe go with the gut (laughs) trust your gut (laughs) no but I I do think you're like you have a gut and I don't know like this is how I think I've like I don't think I'm I'm usually wrong with first impressions so um I'm not very good at like keeping acquaintances though I have to say that like if like I'm I'm very terrible at like being the friend when I'm like oh, like, I haven't seen you for, like, three or four weeks, but, like, I'd love to, like, grab dinner You're with you. You're like, I'm so bad at that. Like, I'm fucking... I'm terrible at that. Like, I need to get better at that. Oh, my God. But, um, like, close friends, I think I've usually, like, determined... Um, maybe, like, during the first, like, few times you've met them, you are like, oh, like, you know, I think our values align, blah, blah, blah. Like, I... I don't know. I feel like friends, like, those boundaries... Um, they come easier but they're also so much easier to push over so in our generation because of social media and people don't want to fall into like the FOMO aspect of things like people are willing to like quantity over quality right show as many people that you have like show yeah, all these fun things that you're doing to... even we're not having a good time like make sure you always have like someone on Saturday night so like exactly and that's fucking yeah. people pleasing that's freaking posting on social media be like oh i went to this cool bar with these people like i kind of know like acquaintances yeah i like used to be like sad when i got this is gonna make me sound so lame really hoping none of our like friends hear this 
<laughs> if you're a friend, leave right now. Please. Please Honestly, I'm exit. like, I feel like if any of my friends hear me say these things, they're going to be like, please exit. Like, are you okay? <laughs> but, like, I think I used to be sad when I, like, see parties and stuff. I'm like, oh, like, why am I not there? And, like, I'm like, I just don't love clubbing. Or, you, like, you know this. I just don't. And then you fucking get there. You're like, why am I I'm here? Like, and yeah, I don't like it. Why am I upset? Like, sometimes I think it's just, like, about clarifying your boundaries with yourself at a certain point. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure you want that? Do yeah. you want that? Or is it, like... Just stay grounded. Yeah, like, is it you or the perception you have of yourself that wants that? Because I think we have, like, us, and then most of us have, like, a projected perception of how we see ourselves. That's not mm, very accurate. Good one. <laughs> um, good one. We, like, base, we base so many of our decisions on, like, the person we projected. And it's, like, like I think... Who so are we, have, really? Like, we blurred, like, the line between, <laughs> like, the real us and, like, this, like, weird fucking, like, evil twin that you have. And, like, Fuck. you're just, like, you're just, like, oh, shit. Like, what is happening? Just growing up in Asian families, too. Like, if you think about it, we grew up being taught that we need to please every oh fucking person we ever yes. cross, right? Oh my god. I always yeah. prioritize this identity that like my grandparents or like parents like created for me basically. And then I put up a performance to please that. But four years later coming back, I'm just like, wow, I'm just not like that anymore. And it's in a way I feel like I'm disappointed my parents, oh I care about these things now. I'm not this like daughter you like carried from before so it's hard like especially for Asian parents to break it to them that like you know what do you think your parents kind of influence was on you like you know where you had to make a major decision because well like there's a major part of your life now that yeah. you know you don't think would have been there if they didn't kind of set that out for you yeah obviously my dad is super like corporate man has like his oh, yes. own companies and like, stuff classic. right like in middle school he like planted the seed in my head that i should do marketing because i love doing art stuff that that's always been my thing i love painting all the stuff but he's like but you need to uh-huh. make money so how about you do marketing because <laughs> technically <laughs> it combines creativity and business and shit and now i like study marketing i'm just like what the fuck like I don't do any of the artsy things I like like doing before, but I somehow convinced <laughs> myself like through a high school and college that like that is what I am meant to do, and mm-hmm. yeah, I like it and I love designing stuff. But I'm thinking like if I didn't grow up knowing that and if I didn't grow up feeling like I need to go into a corporate job, like what would I be doing now that actually makes me happy? I, I'm I'm very lucky. My parents have never tried to set a career path for me they're like whatever like you, you just need to go to college and like but okay I would say like what the one big thing was like you have to go to university and have oh, like you know have like that, that four year education question that even like yeah I mean that's like that's the given and I changed my mind so much when I was younger like you know at first it was a fashion designer I wanted to be a vet before <laughs> like in lower school I like <laughs> drew out what my vet would look like and they were like mm, yeah so- sure (laughs) i mean like at first at first it was a fashion designer and then it was like you know like ambassadors in different (laughs) countries i was like shit yeah like i love to travel like i was also like 
seven or eight at the time, so I don't think my parents took it seriously. And then, like, for a solid five, six years, I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. <laughs> I was very dead set on that. I went through that And then my parents were like, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, you watch Suits once, and you're like, I can be Harvey Specter, too. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like, part, like, a part of me is like, I really do like marketing. This is so funny. We're both I know. Um, a part of me is like, I really do like it. And I do. I love, like, the storytelling and, like, all the writing I get to do and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, um, I'm not, like doing finance or any of like the big money jobs because I fucking can't do math and like I don't know I think I'm happy with my Mm -hmm. decision like my parents never tried to be like oh like Annabelle like you should do finance like you need to go into finance because like you need to make like a hundred grand a year and like not have a life yeah no I agree they never was like doctor or law right yeah which I really appreciated because it could have definitely been worse but no it could have been a lot at the same time it's like because they planted that seed and they kind of like i feel like i would disappoint them and i didn't do like a job where i think is sustainable we've conditioned like ourselves into thinking that if we you know even like take one step out of like the little path they carved for us they're gonna like hate us like i'm sure they won't but i think it's a lot a lot of it like a lot of the pressure of pleasing other people like we put on ourselves like who's telling us to do that like it comes on within it, it us. It probably is dependent. Yeah, and, like, I think, like, the degree you please other people is definitely in line with, like, your own personality quirks. Like, if you have certain sets of, like, you know, traits, you're more likely to be, like, okay, like, I'll just shut up and whatever other people want me to do, like, I'll do. Like, it's fine. It's, like, putting other people's needs before us because we're, like, oh, this is not too bad. This is just, like, 30 minutes of th- my time, right? But if you look at it, like, why are you wasting your precious little time doing things for other people when you know for yourself that that's not how you want to spend your time? Yeah. And you made, like, such a good point with, like, as Asian kind of kids, we, we've learned to, like, please other people. We're, like, you know, it's, like, the image of our family and, like, we're a reflection of our parents. So a lot of the stuff we did, I think, is like oh like I need to make sure my parents are happy I need to make sure that you know all the elders or people like who are like above me in terms of like authority have to they have to be happy with what with, like what I'm putting out and I think that's kind of like a mass sort of thing in Asia where we put so much emphasis on like making sure that everybody in an authority position that's above you is like perfectly content it doesn't matter what you're doing it doesn't matter what you're feeling as long as they're happy it's fine like everything is great yeah and that just shows like asian families are just like built upon this like very patriarchal kind of structure that cannot be broken like there's no like yeah you can be flexible about it and i don't think my dad is ever like so like tiger dad who like won't let me do anything right like he's not that strict but you still have to maintain that like structure and respect in a way and for us like that is pleasing like that is you know respect but also you're pleasing others so it is hard to strike the balance like it's not like i want to be that kid that like disrespects everyone like that's also not what i want to do no but i definitely feel like i have like a like a motor in my head that turns on when i'm home Um, we're so different when we're at home (laughs) yeah we're like and since i've been away for so long i had noticed this time i was like 
oh, like, um, I sit a lot straighter. And then my mom comes in there. My posture just, like, magically improves. Like, she walks in, like, oh, gotta oh. sit up straight. Um, like, all, like, the other things, which, like, I think a lot of it is respect, but partially it's, like, gotta make sure my mom is happy. Like, um, so I, I think a lot of it, I'm, like, whatever. Like, it's just, it's just, like, culture, and it, it's fine. And I don't know. I just think it's a very hard line to kind of draw for yourself, like, because this is so ingrained into us as, like, you know, a cultural kind of group. Um, so, like, I'm sure, like, when white people, like, hear about our relationship with our parents, like, they find that shit weird. Like, I'm sure they find that shit weird. But we don't, like, we're just, like, that's so normal. Like, you know, they're our parents. That's just how we grew up. Like, Asia and the Eastern world is very emphasis on, like, collectivism, while the Western world is very, like, individualistic. And we've seen this over, like, COVID. Like, no one fucking wear a mask in the U.S. because they are so focused on themselves and very, like, individualistic individualistic in that way that like we have the right to not wear fucking masks i'm like okay but here it's just like you know like we the common good and kind of like having respect for others i definitely agree that i think people in the west have like a little less maybe people pleasing tendencies like i'm I'm sure like i I really do think this is something everybody you know has and like it's it's a struggle for everyone but I, i i especially like white men I feel like they, they, they don't, when you're, like, that high up in the social chain, like, you don't need to please other people. Like, other people are here to please you. <laughs> so, like. That is so true. Yeah, it's like, Western, in the Western world, like, people-pleasing tendencies is definitely, like, less, put, like, there's, like, a less emphasis on, like, how, how you need to make other people happy. It's, like, um, how do you make yourself happy? I guess it's different. Think, like. Yeah. It's just different sides of people-pleasing. Yeah, it's different different kinds of people-pleasing. Like, we talk about, like, self-care and perfectionism. And I think, in a way, like, women in general have to please men, right? To get, like, up the social ladder and, you know, get jobs. Just so fucked up. Get, like, surviving capitalism. (laughs) In Asia, for us, like, people-pleasing is making sure, like, every single person around you is very happy with everything you're doing and I definitely think why I kind of struggle with that is definitely because I was raised in that kind of environment but like I think in terms of like the west like their people pleasing thing is like you know they have to please their perception of themselves Mm. like the way they kind of like they have to curate that perfect image I mean I I can't exactly like analyze what they do because I'm not them I I we're different yeah i'm having a hard time i think a lot of what they do is like they need to make sure the image they've constructed um kind of stays intact but like i guess in a way it's just like being dishonest like i'm sure you've gone to like tons of family gatherings where people say the wrong things all the time and you there's no way you can be like hey why you say that and explain this whole thing to them right yeah like when aunties like when Dude, like, when aunties, like, in China, they're like, ooh, like, you caught chubby. A whole-ass lesson on body image and diet culture. You know, like, you don't want to get too fat. Like, you still want to marry in the future. And, like, you don't say shit because you're like, like, you just can't. So you're like, oh, haha. You just need to please your parents. And you know, like, what they're saying is because they're disappointed in a way. 
because they have this like <sighs> idealized so image stupid, for you that you wanted to yeah so you're like you don't so, say anything you're like oh like haha like that's so fucking funny like can you imagine like you know as i grew up i got fatter like what a what a what a groundbreaking concept i just think like with in the states like nobody's gonna like come up to your face and be like hey like you got fat like what can but I, they like, say shit behind your back yeah, exactly which i was just about with, to say that right? like they will say it in your face and like oh my god like everything's good and then like when they leave they're like did you see that i know and i think that's why the u.s is so polarized not only politically but in like so many aspects just like people being dishonest and everyone just trying to please themselves a lot and create that like image for others so yeah i feel like we veered off topic there a little bit but yeah this is like a very conceptual thing i think to capture to like stay on topic all the time and you want to talk about like toxic positivity and cancel culture like how do you think that relates to like people pleasing i mean like we'll do like a whole thing on influencers because i think there's so many problematic and like diff- like weird things um with that whole like cohort but in terms of like pleasing it's almost as if like we're pleasing them you know like it's their job to kind of curate content and whatever but like some influencers have like scary fan bases that you know like they please like they please them like they will go to war for them like on instagram and like a lot of the times like when they've done something wrong um like there is this influencer called we wore what her name is like daniel bernstein and she's like a she's like a pretty terrible person like she stole a lot of like small designers designs and like diet product covered them diet product if you don't know is like a very cool um fashion watchdog kind of instagram account i wouldn't say they're the most like unbiased source of all like all time but they do have some like interesting takes and but like this girl like danielle like she got called out multiple times for like bullying smaller creators and like you know um just like straight up copying designs like for her line and it's like pretty obvious that like it's a replica um and people like call her out and then she'd be like whenever like small business call her out she'd be like you just want clout for me and like her followers believe that like religiously they will like go to war for her and she's like people are just trying to cancel me and you know i don't believe in cancel culture and like it's like you're just being held accountable like girl like it's okay it's okay to just say like you know i fucked up it's fine and she just kind of surrounds herself with like toxic positivity and her followers actually like are in it to please her they're like what can we make um, you know, our kind of, like, savior happy today. Like, how do we do that? Yes. A little bubble, like, echo chamber. And it's just, like, them being, like, oh, my God, like, Danielle, like, you're so nice. All these people are just jealous because you have a hot boyfriend and a nice, like, Soho flat. Um, and it's, like, (laughs) I think, like, social, like, media does, like, have, like, a super big part in, like, people pleasing, but, like, it's wild to me because like her followers are technically pleasing her like a lot of like these influencers were like celebrities like it should be them like people pleasing us but we end up like doing the reverse like we're like like they really i feel like they seriously think about this like how do we make her happy today and Mm -hmm. um and it's just like a cycle of toxic positivity it's just like she did do shitty things like why can't we 
kind of admit the shitty things someone else did. Like, it's not terrible. Like, I, I don't think it's the end of the world. No, it's just, like, holding people accountable. Like, I don't think anybody would want to cancel you if you apologized. Like, if you just said, that was me, I fucked up, I'm sorry for stealing the designs. Like, people would have left you alone. I feel like nobody is, like... Uh, and she calls it a witch hunt because people, like, really try to cancel her. But, like, it's true. Like, a lot of people are a little terrible with, like, the way they go at it. But, like, this girl has been, like... I mean, like, her first, like, design stealing scandal was, like, in 2018. So, like, it's been going on for a while. And she, like, never apologized. She, she's always, like, it's... I'm always right. I do my shit. Like, and it's, like, if you just apologized once, nobody would be still on this. I'm just, like, why can people just not just hold each other accountable and move on like i feel like so much of people pleasing is just like making sure people are like pampered and their feelings aren't hurt and like emotions are avoided but then if you just hurt a little bit and just you know like it's fine but i do think like a lot of like u.s kind of canadian um not culture but like a big part of it is like we need to make sure nobody's feelings are hurt but like that results kind of in like back like behind the back talk because like you're not hurting their feelings in front of like, their face but like you're still saying these terrible things about them nothing is being done like at least just just be honest stop people pleasing because it's not doing anyone good because you're stuck in this like toxic relationship yeah, I, with I people. do think it's so hard to just say like stop doing that i think like it's more realistic to kind of tell yourself like maybe consider a little bit more about like what's in it kind of for you before you start like forgetting everything and just like sprinting towards like that person's like needs and wants um because i i do think it's kind of impossible to just like stop caring and like stop people pleasing because like when it comes to like, people you love like you want to make sure they're happy and you want to make sure that it's it's all going good for them and i understand if you like you know lean back a little bit like if you bend a little more than usual do you think we can ever reach a point where we're all kind of like authentic and our true selves and we're not kind of great question having these like tendencies with the external world in a way these are all forces that are coming into us and there's definitely no i don't think we can ever reach a point where we're all isolated no this is like i feel like it's a very pessimistic take but no like i I really don't think it's possible like the way like the world works now like we're not like it's impossible like and even people who say they're authentic i'd say like they're authentic to a degree i don't want to discredit like the work they've done to kind of get to the point where they are today but i want to say that it definitely like maybe you know 50 percent of them is like authentic like i don't think anybody just like bears themselves to the world completely because we have to protect ourselves in a way um like i think a lot of the walls you put up and like it's just to make sure that nobody kind of hurts you but i don't i really don't think we'll reach a point of like authenticity like honestly a lot of the authenticity push right now is just like a marketing ploy it's a very big marketing selling point (laughs) here we are (laughs) but okay i have this theory so hear me out so yes. i think like so much of our lives we're doing things so that like others like like us right others love us and that includes like families like partners significant others your friendships everyone and it's kind of like when people do give us these kind of validations that they're like oh i can be friends with you or get in a relationship with, with you um that we give ourselves the permission to 
love ourselves in a way. Like, it's because of the external world, we validate our own feelings. But I think it shouldn't be kind of that order of things. Like, I think there needs to be a shifting mindset where it's like, this is like what my values and, you know. Yeah. There's something going to be pieces of people pleasing inside of it. And I don't think it's wrong or anything. Like, I think it's definitely just natural. But I think in a way we should be able to be grounded enough to kind of love ourselves. Very cliche, but true. Without the external world, like, swaying that. When I listen to other podcasts, like, when I read an article about stuff like this, I'm like, yeah, like, why can't I do that? That sounds so doable, like, facts. But then, like, once, you know, you leave that kind of little room that you were, like, kind of compartmentalizing whatever that article or, like, podcast you were listening into, once you leave that and you, like, have to be you kind of again, um, whatever version of you you're putting out that day, in the real world, like, it just goes all out the window because nobody really or like I don't think we have the capacity just yet to kind of be like as raw and as real and like you know as self-loving as we would like to be and there's just so many like realistic factors like this is all coming from a very like privileged position that we both have right and we're not dismissing anything other than that because like they're not dismissible and yeah i think there's reasons why people do certain things and there's a reason why we have to take that like corporate job because i can't like realistically in the u.s i can't go off and do like whatever artsy thing i want to do without my parents being like how are you gonna support us financially (laughs) like i i can't like i don't have an answer for that i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know mom and dad i feel like we've gone done like a big huge loop which is like this this is a very hard thing to kind of like solidify and just like talk about like very pointedly because it's there's so many layers and like 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 we said like we are honestly always confused too (laughs) we don't know what's going on no not at all (laughs) (laughs) this is us like figuring out but then i'm still as confused so let us know your thoughts. Yes, please do, because you don't know what's fucking happening. I think one main takeaway for me, though, is just, like, I think the tangible things that we do have. Like, for example, social media, I already recognize how much that changes my tendencies and how that affects my relationships and the personal, like, social circle that I have. So, like, how can I change that in a way so that I'm not going there to validate myself or I'm not going there to be, like, yeah, to just, like, validate, like, my social place. It's going to be hard when I, like, move to a new city and, like, meet people, right? But I think it's just important to keep that in mind that, like, you can please people all the time. The only way you're going to find your people is by, like, being honest with yourself and just, like, giving it all. Instead of being, like, building all these personas for different people that you, like, want to be friends with. I don't know. I think my people-pleasing tendencies, like, come out the most when I'm, like, working. I think work is a very dangerous territory for me where, like, I find it, like, almost impossible sometimes to, like, distinct, um, like, my life and, like, work life. Like, for me, like, if I really love something and, like, I believe in what I'm doing, like, it's so easy for me to just, like, disregard my own personal, like, time and stuff to just, like, pour 
so much time and like effort into um, whatever it is I'm working on. So I think sometimes like it's okay to like your life more than your work life. (laughs) Nobody fucking likes working that much. I don't know. I think for me, a lot of it is just not even like performing. It's just set your boundaries. Yes. The transfer the boundaries I have like with my relationships into my work relationships. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to balance it all. So it is. Yeah. You know what? I think setting boundaries, it's a good first step to have. Knowing like what you want to back away from like self. kind of making that clear <laughs> with yourself. I think yeah. once you kind of and boundaries are being hard that to keep. third person for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're very hard to keep. So oh, I think they are like baby steps, like little little things. And I don't think it's it's possible to eliminate like people pleasing altogether. You know, I think I came into this thinking like we're gonna have a discussion. We're gonna like we're gonna by the end we're gonna figure out like how to you know stop doing this entirely. I I don't think that's possible. I'm like okay like here's what i need to do like i need to go set some boundaries in my work life am i gonna do that today probably not but hopefully (laughs) you know in the next three days i'll figure something out sometimes i feel like i mean i don't know if i personally believe in it but one of our really good friends she like thinks we live in a simulation and sometimes i think we do like i I think this is like oh test hopefully we pass (laughs) main takeaway set your boundaries i think that's like a good one a good first step set your boundaries like yeah make sure like i don't know i think a lot of the times i i I just needed to ask myself like do you did you really need to do that like you don't need to do that like it's okay it's fine it's fine (laughs) (laughs) don't make everyone happy don't pregame before you go to a party who cares don't go to a party period don't go to be the sober person at the party yeah but i can't so I can't like handle it. Some people it. will care, but you don't care. As long as you don't care, exactly. Okay. I feel like we took so many yeah, no. in this episode. I mean, like I'm sure that I'm sure that they've kind of formed their own. Like, let's challenge yourself like- and go to a party sober, completely sober. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done that. I actually think I've done that. No, I want it. I don't. I'm trying to think. I have done that once. I, like, the day before my accounting exam, did I tell you that in freshman year? I, like, got food poisoning that morning. I took the you exam. Did. It was fine. Whatever. It was fine. I mean, I didn't do well. I think I got out of an accounting midterm. You did? By faking influenza. I hate you. I was actually Okay, well, sick. actually, I wasn't faking influenza. I mean, like, I did have, like... Oh! I did have I remember symptoms. this. It got out of it. <laughs> well, I was actually sick, and like puking my eyes out and then like i went and to this freaking exam but i was like oh i'm gonna do bad anyway so at least if i do bad i'll have an excuse and being like oh i have food poisoning but anyway like That's i feel so fine funny. i went to er afterwards and then like oh <laughs> six hours God. later i still went out and then like i was completely sober and it was fine well it was honestly a I good time was i was just dragged out you know by my friends and i was like i I, I just don't want to drink tonight. No, yeah, seriously. Normalize. Honestly, it wasn't even that young. So I was, it was a year ago. Period. God, I think this is so funny. We started with like people pleasing tendencies, like had some like deep stuff, and we really just landed on go to party yeah. sober if you want. Very <laughs> custom parts out in the middle. <laughs> like, anyway. I don't know what we're on. No, I mean, some anyways. philosophical shit. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it is midnight here, so I feel like I'm a little delusional. I'm, I don't have any excuse. It's 9 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Bright and early. Clear-minded. <laughs> well, I don't know about clear-minded. But thank you for anyway, joining us. We're so happy that you're here. For this very, very... Chaotic. Very chaotic episode. Yeah. Of Pour Me a Glass. We hope... You had your drink, you know, we hope yes. you took this big, long, loopy journey with us. And we hope, you know, we hope you kind of got some takeaways from this yeah. crazy fucking conversation. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to ask for it. <laughs> Leave us a review on Apple Podcast. <laughs> I don't want to say this every fucking time. So just do it. Leave us, please, please do. Oh, please tell us we're doing a good job. And we're talking about people pleasing. <laughs> this is so ironic. This is great. This is great. It's great. It's, we'll it's see fun. you next Thursday. Yes, we'll see you soon.